Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Luke here, and welcome back to the Total Life Fitness Podcast. So today's topic is around 10 things that I do every week for my fitness. These are questions that I get asked a lot. You know, a lot of people know me as kind of the person who talks a lot about habits, routines, rituals, things like that. And I want to shed some light on on some of the habits and routines that I practice in my personal life. Now, before we get more into that, uh, if this is your first time listening, we would love and appreciate you if you would please subscribe to the podcast if you find this valuable, as well as give it a five-star rating. And the reason why we would love to have you do those things is because it helps the show grow and reach and impact more people. And if you find this valuable as well, we'd love to have you share this on your Instagram stories or Facebook stories or share with a friend, uh, tag me in it on Instagram at Luke Briggs Fitness. I would love to help and reach more people. Now, getting into the episode here. So just to give you some context uh, for those who don't know much about me. So I'm in my 30s. Um, I have a wife and two kids. We have a newborn at home uh, recently. Uh, a couple weeks ago at the time of this recording. So we're pretty excited. And I have a three-year-old son as well. And I own a home, own a business, um, have a lot of competing demands in my life. So just understand that everything that I'm talking about today is coming from the standpoint of, you know, I understand what it's like to have a lot of demands in my life. You know, I'm not just some 20-year-old Instagram influencer as all the time in the world, right? So uh, to give you some context, also on what I'm training for recently, um, right before our daughter was born, I just did a physique photo shoot for the first time in five years. So um, five years ago in 2016, I competed for and uh, I, I trained for and competed in a physique show. And then I also had a photo shoot done. And I recently did that again here in June. I, I hadn't really trained for or competed for anything for several years. So I decided that I wanted to train for something again. And I ended up doing a photo shoot, was super happy um, with how everything turned out. Um, you know, I had a coach help me through it. I'm a big believer, even though I am a coach, um, I always hire coaches when I want to do stuff faster or I want to um, gain that extra accountability. So just so you can understand where I'm coming from on this. So if you want to have, you know, a, a good or great physique and you want to do so, understand that you have a lot of other competing demands in your life, whether it be family or work or school or just general life stuff, you know, socially, whatever it is. Um, I want to give you 10 things that I do every week for my fitness. Now, number one, uh, this is in no particular order. Number one is I work out early in the day. So with a family, business, household to manage, if I wait until later, other things will always get in the way, right? So 
you know, I know, like I said, uh, you know, I used to be growing up in college and things like that. I would get up at, you know, nine, 10 AM, you know, I'd stay up till two in the morning. And now I am not like that at all. Um, now, you know, I'll go to bed by 10, you know, be up by five. Um, obviously it's a little bit different with our newborn right now, but I've always noticed that if I work out earlier in the day, I will be more likely to get the workout done just because other things come up later in the day, right? Through work, through family, you always have things come up later in the day. So that's why I personally, um, I love fitness because in my mind, it's the one thing in life I have complete control over and that's my body. So I control whether I work out, I control the intensity I give in my workouts. I control the food that I put in my body. So I'm a big proponent in working out earlier in the day. Like I said, if you have a lot of competing demands, I just feel like it's very good to do it earlier rather than later. I hear a lot of people you know, all the time say, well, I'm not a morning person, Luke. I can't, can't work out early in the day. And you don't have to work out early in the day. If you want to work out at night, you want to work out in the afternoon and that works for you and you can be consistent with it, by all means, do it. Now, speaking from personal experience as someone who's coached 2,000 plus clients over the last nine years as a coach, and has been in the trenches, I can tell you that generally, uh, if you have a busier lifestyle or you have a family or something like that, it's going to be easier for most people to get it done earlier in the day. Um, or if you're going to do it later in the day, again, you just have to commit to it and do it. But I personally am a big believer in working out earlier in the day. I either do it um, first thing in the morning or I do it um, after uh, I my parents watch the kids or um, take, take my son to school or something like that. So I, I basically just pair it with that. So the number two thing I do every week, again, this is in no particular order is I eat the same thing every day. I know what you're thinking, Luke, that's so boring. How can you eat the same thing every day? Well, for me, I've been doing this for years and it eliminates the number of decisions I need to make and makes following a nutrition plan simple. I've heard uh, some entrepreneurs like Mark Zuckerberg talk about this before, um, who runs Facebook. He talked about wearing the same shirt every day, you know, just because if you're pouring a lot of energy into figuring out what you're gonna wear every day, it just wastes a lot of unnecessary energy and you already have so many other decisions that you're gonna be making during the day, whether it's at work or whether it's at home, or with the family or whatever it is, last thing you want to have to do is then have to figure out every single day what you're going to eat. So I keep it simple. You know, I just, just eat very simple things every single day. And by doing that, I just don't have to think about it as much. I just don't have to think about it as much. And that's really what it comes down to for me. If I want to make something a habit, I just eat the same thing every day. And I, honestly, I recommend a lot of my clients inside the Total Life Fitness Academy um, we talk about this as well, like just eat very similar things every single day, because if you eat the same thing every day, you don't have to think about it as much, right? It just happens automatically. So the number three thing I do is I add variety to my diet by rotating spices, seasonings, and condiments. So building on the second one, again, I, you know, keep my protein and carbs the same. You know, sometimes rotate it depending on the week. But then I rotate among things like mustard, which is zero calories, 
you know, low calorie barbecue sauce. I think right now I use G Hughes is the brand for like a tablespoon or two. It's like 10 calories. It's like almost nothing. I'll use steak sauce, like a one steak sauce or something like that. Just keep it super simple. So I get different flavorings to change it up a little bit and, and add some flavor and variety. Yeah. I keep the staples the same, you know, the protein, the carbs, whether it's ground beef, chicken, oats, rice, whatever it is, I'll keep the staples the same, but then I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit. You know, I'll add cinnamon to my oats or some sort of low calorie sweetener or something like that, but just keeps it super simple. Number four is I prepare foods that are simple to make. Speaking of simple, in case you haven't already noticed the, the theme here, I prepare foods that are simple to make. I use beans and oats for my carbs a lot of times, you know, black beans, because they don't require preparation like rice or potatoes. So, you know, you can literally just pop beans out of the jar and they're ready to go. Oats, all you have to do is just heat them up in the microwave. I don't have to sit there and spend, you know, an hour plus of time cooking potatoes or rice or things like that, especially when time is already limited currently. I don't want to be even more strapped for time, right? So just prepare foods that are easy to make. That's one big thing that I do as well. Number five. So this is something as someone who's sustained a number of, uh, I don't know if I want to say injuries or strains or pulls or tears over the years. So there was a, a professional basketball player who we used to work with in person. Um, and he played overseas. Uh, he's from here. Or actually, he was from overseas, but he, he played here for college. Um, and then he went back overseas to play too. He was like 35, 36 years old. And he was like his team's leading scorer. He's one of the best players in the league. And he played like the most minutes by far of anyone on his team. And he gave me the secret to how he does that. Even though they're like these guys in their early 20s who clearly should have been better in better shape or, or whatever than him. And he said that what all the other guys do is when they get an injury in practice or something like that, or they tweak something, they, they try to push through it and then they end up hurting it worse. And then he said, as soon as something hurts, I just stop. And that was like the most simple advice I've ever heard, but I'm like, Holy cow, that's so true. So I've just, um, always kind of had that saying stuck in my head. Like as soon as something hurts, like in a bad way, when I'm working out, I stop. I don't try to push through it because that will only further aggravate the area. You know, I, maybe in my earlier mid twenties or something like that, I would have said, Oh, Luke, you're a pansy. Just push through it. But now I'm like, Hey, I'm not, not training for anything in particular right now. Like I'm not tempting to push any super heavy numbers or, or compete for something. Like I just want to compete for life right now. So if something hurts. Like if I'm doing dumbbell bench press and my shoulder hurts or, or, you know, I'm doing, um, a lot of uh, overhead press and like it's, it's irritating my low back or something because I'm not keeping my core tight. I'll just stop. Again, pushing through it will only further aggravate the area. So I'm a big proponent and understand the difference between pain and just like discomfort, like mentally of like pushing through something. So I'll push through something that's challenging mentally, but 
I'm not going to sit here and push through something that's actually painful because that's not going to do me any good because if I attempt to push through something that actually physically hurts, what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to set myself back even further. If I were to, were to just stop, I'd probably be fine in the next couple of days. But if I were to keep pushing, you know, later that week, I'm still going to be hurt. The next week, I'm still going to be hurt. Maybe the next month, I'm still going to be hurt. And I've done that in the past. And I can tell you that it's never worth it. I mean, think about it, like that one rep in the moment, does it really matter if you're going to hurt yourself? You can say like, oh, well, I just grinded through and got a one rep max on my bench press or on my deadlift. Yeah, but you just jacked up your back or shoulder in the process, you know? So was it actually worth it? Plus, probably no one was even watching it. Or if someone was, they're not going to care five minutes later. So what was it all for? So that's my personal rule. As soon as something hurts in a bad way, when I'm working out, I just stop. Number six, I make working out a non-negotiable. So even if I'm not feeling 100%, I'll still do something light at home because I don't make missing working out an option. So I have personally not missed a scheduled lift since January 27th, 2010. So I'm recording this in 2021 so it's been like 11 and a half years and let me tell you that all my workouts have not been perfect sometimes i'll just do like a 10 minute at home body weight workout to just get it done but i always do something because my word is my bond and when i say i'm going to do something especially around my fitness i still do it i've had times where i felt sick like i said i'll still just do, just to, to for the habit I'll still just do something quick at home. Like even if it's like very gentle working out or, or hardcore stretching or something like that, whatever it is, you know, I'll just do something because I don't believe in breaking commitments. If I commit to something, I'm going to do it. Kind of just like, you know, at home, if one of my kids needs me, you know, I can't just say, oh, you know, if my baby's crying, I can't just be like, oh, well, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm tired right now. I have to attend to her needs, right? Same thing if you're a parent. It's, it, it's the same concept with your fitness. Don't make something optional. Because as soon as you say one day, like, oh, well, I'll just get to it the next day. Or, oh, you know, I'll just do that workout. Uh, I can just miss this one time. Because then we've all been there, right? Then one time becomes two times. Two times becomes, oh, well, I, I missed it last week. So I'll just start fresh the next week. Right? So... I just make working out a non-negotiable. Even if it's not a perfect workout, I still do something because of the habit. Number seven, I use Himalayan pink sea salt on a lot of my foods. I know a lot of people say like, well, you shouldn't add salt to your foods. We're, we're way over eating sodium. But honestly, like, you know, I eat um, mostly whole unprocessed foods. So for me, adding a little bit of sodium just adds flavoring and I'm not, I'm not getting like a ton of salt from a lot of the processed foods out there. So, you know, honestly, I'm a little under salt intake, especially if I'm sweating a lot. So for me, I use that to add a lot of flavoring. And if you, if you're a salty person, I recommend doing that too, versus taking in several hundred calories of potato chips or something like that. You know, just keep it super simple. Number eight, 
I get up at the same time Monday through Saturday. Uh, Sundays, I allow myself to sleep in. And I want to frame this as I never feel like getting up, but I always thank myself for doing so because I give myself more time to accomplish important things earlier in the day, giving myself more time for my fitness and health. And I'm even getting up at the same time, even though we have a newborn at home. You know, I know I might be sacrificing sleep a little bit in the short term. You know, some people can question, oh, well, Luke, is that healthy? Like I said, I do make up for it a little bit on Sundays. I uh, will take naps if needed. But to me, it's, it's practicing keeping my commitments to myself. Like to give you some context, like I used to be so undisciplined when I w- woke up in the morning. Like I would just wake up like seven o'clock one day, then five o'clock one day, six o'clock the next day, eight o'clock the next day. You know, and obviously what would end up happening was I never really got into a routine. And I would hit snooze like three times every morning. I would literally have an alarm go off on my alarm clock. Then I would follow that up nine minutes, like five minutes later with an alarm going off on my phone, follow that up five minutes later with like an alarm going off on my watch. And as you can imagine, that drove my wife insane because every morning she had about (laughs) 15 to 20 minutes of my alarms going off and me hitting snooze like twice. So really what it came down to is I realized that snooze wasn't really doing anything for me because I pretty much just got, you know, 10, 15, 20 more minutes of mediocre sleep when I could have gotten up and gotten to work on my day. Right. So I was really just wasting time. Now I don't hit snooze, haven't hit snooze in years. Uh, I get up at the same time, Monday through Saturday. I get up at 5 a.m. And once again, like I never actually feel like doing this. I'm not just some uh, super person who can automatically just like get up and, and always feel like it. Like a lot of these things I'm talking about with like working out consistently, like following my nutrition plan, like waking up. I mean, most of the time, I don't feel like doing these things. I'm going to be honest. I would, you know, by nature, I'm lazy. Like I would just sit around and, you know, eat donuts and eat uh, ice cream and, you know, all this unhealthy stuff that, that tastes good. But the reason I do all these things is because number one, obviously right now I'm a, I'm a coach and I have to set examples for people. But number two, like it's, it's for me. And I would even move this to number one, like for me, like, I will build more confidence in myself when I keep the promises that I make to myself. So if I allow myself to sleep in one time, then again, I've made it optional. And then one time becomes two times. Two times becomes three times. So I'm a big believer at getting up at the same time. Number nine is I get up early. So again, I mentioned I get up at, 5am and I don't sleep in Monday through Saturday. So this is kind of a, an extension of number eight, but again, you know, as a parent, you know, my, my kids are going to get up not too long after that. So, you know, if I want to have time where I can work on myself, my business, my fitness, whatever it is, it's going to happen earlier rather than later. Like I could sit up and, you know, stay up later maybe and do it. But, you know, for me, I prefer getting my work done earlier in the morning. And I believe I have better mental clarity earlier in the morning. If that's not you, that's totally okay. That's just me and what I found works well for me. So I get up early, get to work. You know, I I don't have one of these super long morning routines like a lot of people have where you're doing, 
you know, meditation and then you're doing, you know, interpretive dance and then you're journaling for 30 minutes and then you're going for a walk for 30 minutes to me, like, you know, if I did all that stuff, then by the time I actually got to my actual work, <laughs> you know, time would be up and my kids would be up and I wouldn't actually get anything done. So I make myself feel good in the morning by just doing the things that I promised to myself. You know, I get up, you know, go to the bathroom, weigh myself. Then I have a tall glass of water. I always make sure I finish the water, you know, usually 20 to 30 ounces. And then I go and do a couple stretches, you know, do a child's pose stretch, stretch out my ankles, maybe do a couple other stretches, things that are feeling tight. And then I get to work. I look at what I had written down as my most important action steps the night before. I believe that a successful morning starts the night before by having your day pre-scripted, literally takes you 10 minutes to do. And then you're not waking up in reaction mode, checking your phone and wondering what to do. So I get up early and I get to work on things. That also gives me more time for my fitness because I get my other things done earlier in the day. Number 10 is, this is one that I don't hear a lot of people talk about, but if you have a busier lifestyle, I highly recommend this. And I don't even love the word busy because to me, when you say you're busy, that implies that you're busier than the other person you're talking to, right? So we all have the same 24 hours in a day seven days a week, 365, or depending on the year, 366 days in a year. So it's important to know that there are a lot of people out there who are a lot busier than you, quote unquote, who are probably getting more done than you. You know, I had a client who has six kids, uh, owns a business, and he worked out seven days a week for like an hour a day. And he hit his macros and he had a good transformation with us as well. Right? Like you can make time, you just have to prioritize it. So went on a little side tangent there, but number 10 is I make, I time myself during my workouts. So as soon as I walk in the gym, I set my watch timer for one hour and five minutes. So if I take too much time getting ready in the locker room, talking to someone else or stretching, I lose that time for my workout. Timing myself keeps me on track. I see it all the time. Like someone doesn't get their workout done because they sit there talking for 15 minutes with someone else. You know, if I see someone else who I know there, I might talk to them for a couple minutes, but then I get right back to it. And then a lot of people are sitting there scrolling on their phone. Like I don't check social media or my email when I'm working out either. I don't allow myself to do that because to be honest, I have an addiction to my phone sometimes, right? And I even have rules. I'll get into this on you know, other episodes in the future as well. But I, I have rules where I don't allow myself to check social media or email um, after 7pm any day of the week. Because if I don't set that boundary for myself, I'll be sitting there at 910 at night, or you know, eight at night when I'm supposed to be spending time with my wife or kids, and I'm sitting there scrolling on social media, because it's addicting, right? So for me, that, that was kind of side tangent. But for me, I time myself during my workouts. Doesn't matter, you know, if I'm taking more time going to the bathroom in the in the locker room, whatever, I have to get out there and get it done. So I think that if you feel like you're crunched for time right now, I would highly recommend timing yourself during your workouts. This morning, I gave myself 43 minutes to work out because I had to get back for a meeting and I need, knew I needed to be done at a certain time. 
So again, I time myself during my workouts. And to me, that's been a big game changer. So I'm not wasting a lot of time during the day. So those are my 10 tips. Hope they're helpful. Uh, I always like to speak the truth and, and I practice what I preach. These are things that I personally do myself. So hopefully one or more of these was helpful for you. Uh, if any of these were helpful, uh, feel free to shoot me a message. Uh, let me know if it was helpful for you. You can check out ways to connect with me in the show notes. You know, again, if you found any value, you know, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, share this with a friend. Um, you know, we want to help and impact more people. That's our mission in the world. And remember, you know, kind of my tagline is, is leave the past behind. Your story starts now. So it doesn't matter where you've been in the past or if you haven't practiced any of these things before, if you're not currently in a routine, you're not in, in a good enough routine by your standards, you know, we can't change the past, but we can change our actions right now and in the future. And you can literally become an entirely new person in a good way or a bad way, technically, if you make the decision to do so. So again, leave the past behind because your story starts now. Hope that's helpful, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free Men's Fitness and Health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.